Hello and welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm Samantha Attard, a nutrition PhD, yoga instructor, Ayurvedic coach, and doula living in the beautiful Washington, D.C. And here I am sharing lessons um, from the things I'm learning as well as teaching with my students and clients all about wellness, yoga, life, and, and finding balance and feeling good. Today I am super excited to be talking to you about snacking and mealtimes, um, particularly with the lens of Ayurveda. Just a quick heads up, sometimes I do use some explicit language, so if you have sensitive ears, be aware. Thank you. So let's get started. Snacking and mealtimes with Ayurveda. So if you're not familiar with Ayurveda, it is the traditional um, Indian system of medicine and healing. It is amazing, powerful, could not recommend it enough. I've been working with Ayurveda for about 10 years now, and it has truly transformed my day, my life, my mental state, and, and could not recommend it enough. So today I wanted to talk about what they recommend for snacking and mealtimes. One of the most frequent questions that I get is, should I be eating every two hours so I don't get hungry? Should I eat only three meals a day? And especially, is breakfast the most important meal of the day? And when I was down in grad school for nutrition down at UNC, this was something that people were researching a lot. Uh, everyone was spending millions of dollars on research studies to design and to figure out if eating two hours is going to help with preventing diabetes or preventing obesity. You know, why is breakfast so important? Why is it so good for our energies and our lives? And you know, while everyone was researching and debating the pros and cons of each position, I couldn't help but feel that we were missing some really important information from these people. So, for example, were people hungry for breakfast? Um, what were they actually eating every two hours? What was their hunger and fullness levels before and after each meal? And also, how was their digestion? Did they actually feel better when they were eating specific plans? And, you know, some of these questions might on the surface seem unnecessary, but actually, these are what I actually ask my clients when they're talking to me about how often they eat and what they eat. You know, eating breakfast, you know, the importance of eating breakfast is going to be different if you're actually hungry for breakfast or if you're not hungry for breakfast. And if you're not hungry for breakfast, we're going to explore whether that's because you ate a lot the night before or if actually you just don't wake up with an appetite. And it doesn't mean you're broken or wrong if you just don't wake up with an appetite. It just means that maybe you don't need to eat then. And in Ayurvedic theory, everyone has a unique constitution or dosha, and that's going to determine their mental, their physical characteristics, but also the different habits and routines that are going to help them feel good. Uh, an example of this, you know, specifically talking about breakfast and waking up hungry for breakfast was a client I was working with yesterday, and she has a pretty kapha digestive system, which means that her digestion moves a little slower, and she had spent years trying to force herself to eat breakfast, but it was creating this cycle where she would eat a tiny bit at 8 a.m., a tiny bit at 10, a tiny bit at noon, a tiny bit at 2, like she was just snacking and grazing through the entire day, and when we started working together, we said, you know, why don't we just cut out that first morning meal. Let's cut out that 8 a.m. forced snack and see what happens. And because she cut that out, she was able to make an actual like large, we'll call it breakfast slash lunch around 11, 11 a.m. And she, it set her up for more regular meal times through the day. She wasn't snacking all day and being unsatisfied all day. She didn't eat when she wasn't hungry, ate a good meal when she did get hungry, 
a little snack in the afternoon, you had dinner and done. And it just stopped this crazy cycle. So I mentioned this example to show that sometimes if we're trying to force ourselves into a specific eating pattern because we think we should do it, we might actually be sabotaging our health, our well-being, and our happiness. So I want to share the meal timing and eating recommendations for each dosha, um, each different mind-body type in Ayurveda, plus some extra thoughts on how to actually structure your eating times. Um, If you don't know what your dosha is, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, head over to my website. It's behappyhealthyhuman.com, B-E happyhealthyhuman.com. And there, there is a dosha quiz that can help you figure out what is your mind-body type, and that'll make all of this a lot more clear. So take a moment, head over there, take the quiz, and let's get going. So people with vata dosha, vata dosha will be our first one that we look into. Vata dosha, they tend to have a lot of movement in their lives. Um, Vata is ruled by wind and air and space, and so vata people move. And they tend to have difficulty putting on weight. They don't hold on to the nutrients as well. Their digestion isn't as strong. And so they tend to feel better if they eat regular meals as well as some small snacks sprinkled through the day. This can be fresh fruit, sweet potatoes, nuts, trail mix, you know, anything that will help ground them, help them get out of some of that movement and give them the nourishment that they need. Uh, Warm things, things that are easily digestible are going to be really fabulous for Vata. Pitta dosha, pittas, you got to feed them regularly. The pittas, you know, these are our CEOs, our lawyers, our doctors. They have strong digestion, strong metabolism. Um, and without regular meals, they get pretty hangry. And we, you don't want to see a pitta hangry. It's not pretty. So give them good, regular, full meals, balanced with enough protein and fat. And then they probably won't actually need extra snacks. They can probably make their way through. And if anything, pittas can get so busy that maybe they'll forget to eat and you don't want them to do that. Have them eat regularly so that they are mentally and emotionally stable, but don't overfeed with too many snacks and they should be good. Kapha. So that was like I talked about with my client earlier. People with kapha dosha, they have a slower digestion and they can go more hours between meals because they're absorbing every single nutrient from their food. And so that means that people with kapha dosha can get away with eating only two meals or even two meals and a small snack. Um, Kapha dosha, they can be okay without eating breakfast and Definitely, definitely stay away from that lure of eating afternoon snacks and sweets and chocolates. Just do the regular full meals, stay satisfied, don't overstuff yourself, and you'll feel really great. Okay, so again, if you have no idea what your dosha is, if that all felt really overwhelming, please head to my website, take a dosha quiz, send me a message on Instagram, we'll chat about it, I'll let you know what's going on in your body, and uh, and we'll figure it out. So... Just a reminder. Um, A couple other strategies for eating Ayurvedically, and this is something that you can do no matter what your dosha is. Uh, These are really useful for just working with the cycles and the circadian rhythms of your body so that you can digest food really well. So first one, make lunch your largest meal. Make lunch your largest meal. So at noon, your digestive fire is strongest. You'll be able to handle a good large meal. You'll digest it well. You'll feel good. You'll have energy for your afternoon. Make lunch your largest meal. Um, And that's, side note, something that basically no one that I talk to, like no client that I've ever had has been like eating enough lunch. So eat more lunch. Second one, wait three hours between your meals and snacks. So you 
you know, you're sitting here, you ate food, you're digesting it, and then suddenly you pour a bunch of undigested food on top of it. And now you have digested food mixed with undigested food. And so you have this like partially digested mess that goes into your intestines and then tries to get absorbed. And that's where you get gas, bloating, you know, poor malabsorption, leaky gut syndrome, all this stuff. So if you can, wait three hours before you eat again so that you'll have more fully digested your food. If you do find that you're super hungry just after an hour after you eat, Look at that previous meal. Chances are there wasn't sufficient protein or fat. There wasn't enough to keep you satisfied. Or maybe it was super high carb and processed, and so your blood sugar is going crazy, and that's why you're feeling hungry. So if you're hungry one hour after eating, take a look at that previous meal. Chances are it wasn't really what was you needed to keep you healthy and happy. And otherwise, try to wait those three hours. Last one, don't eat before bed. No more midnight snacks. In fact, you want to wait two to three hours after eating before going to sleep for the same reason. If you try to digest your food and go to sleep at the same time, sleep is not going to come. Digestion is a very energy intensive process. And so you want to make sure that your body is in rest when you try to rest. So if you're not sleeping well, check out how much you're eating before you go to bed. It might be a really big correlation there. So there you have it. How frequently to eat, depending on your dosha, notice that it depends. It depends on what your body actually needs. So you have to follow some of your own signals. You have to actually look a little internally to decide how often to eat, but also some strategies for eating Ayurvedically to make sure that you do have the best digestion possible. Like I mentioned, I'm going to say it again. If you haven't done a dosha quiz, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go onto my website, behappyhealthyhuman.com, take the quiz, send me a message. I do Ayurvedic consultations with people all the time, so I can also help you understand what that actually means for how frequently you're eating um, and, and so that you can feel really good because isn't that what we all want, my friends? And there we have it. Episode two is in the books. Thank you for, so much for joining me on this experiment in podcasting. If you do like this, feel free to put up a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, um, on Overcast, wherever you're listening to this, feel free to throw up a review because that's going to help more people see it and give me a good reason to actually keep going. If you do like it, if you do have any feedback, always feel free to send me a note. I'm on Instagram at Be Happy Healthy Human. You can also find me at BeHappyHealthyHuman.com. Again, Samantha Tard signing off. Have a fabulous day.